Chapter Thirteen of the Tale of Kitty Katy Did. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J.N. Graber. The Tale of Kitty Katy Did by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter Thirteen Kitty Katy Did is Shy. Now, said Mr. Frog, when he had returned from the watering trough, now tell me, how do you like the overcoat I made for you? And Kitty Katy did, safe in his tree once more, and snugly buttoned in Mr. Frog's gift, replied that it was the finest garment he had ever owned in all his life. Good, said Mr. Frog, and I dare say you've had many overcoats in your time too. Kitty Katy did, did not correct Mr. Frog's mistake. To tell the truth, he had never before had an overcoat on his back. "'I've come here tonight to deliver an important message to you,' Mr. Frog went on. "'And thinking the weather might be cooler than you'd like, I made that fine coat so you could stay out here in your tree and listen to what I have to tell you.' "'I hear,' he said. "'I hear that you're a musician.' "'Yes,' said Kitty Katy did for he knew well enough that Freddy Firefly could not have kept the secret. "'I hear that you're a fiddler,' Mr. Frog added. "'Why, no, I've never played the fiddle,' Kitty Katy did exclaimed. "'I don't know how to do that.' "'Well, how do you know you can't, if you've never tried?' Mr. Frog retorted. "'If you can play, Katy did, Katy did, she did, she did,' By rubbing your wing covers together, there's no knowing what you could do with a real fiddle and bow. That's true, Kitty admitted. I've never thought of that. Well, said Mr. Frog, who appeared greatly pleased with himself. Anyhow, I want you to join our singing society. Perhaps you've heard me and my friends over in the swamp. Almost every night we have a singing party there. And if you'll only agree to fiddle for us... While we sing, I venture to say that we'll have Farmer Green getting up out of his bed to listen to us. Naturally, the invitation pleased Kitty Katy did, but for all that, he shook his head slowly. I'm afraid I'm too shy, he told Mr. Frog. I like to stay hidden among the leaves where people can't see me. That'll be all right, Mr. Frog assured him. You can hide in some bush nearby where we can't look at you. But still, Kitty Katy did wouldn't accept the invitation. Although Mr. Frog teased and teased, all he would say was that he would think the matter over. Promise me this at least, Mr. Frog finally said. Promise me that you won't agree to make music for anybody else. Now that people know you're musical, they'll be asking you to play in an orchestra or a band or a fife and drum corps or something. But I've invited you first. And if you oblige anybody, it ought to be me, especially after I have given you that beautiful, warm overcoat. The tailor looked upward into the tree so beseechingly that Kitty Katy did hadn't the heart to refuse his request. I'll promise that, he said. Hurrah, cried Mr. Frog, opening his mouth so widely that Kitty Katy did couldn't help shuddering at the sight. And then... Mr. Frog leaped into the air three times, and each time he leaped, 
he struck his heels together three times just to show how happy he was. Then, with a hearty good night, he turned away and went skipping off, and Kitty Katydid, making his curious music in the top of the maple tree, kept thinking that the tailor was one of the oddest chaps he had ever seen. He did wish, too, that Mr. Frog had a smaller mouth. End of chapter 13